0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Showing Up to Your Life podcast and YouTube channel. My name is Art Burns, and I wish you a happy new year. (laughs) welcome 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 so I took off the January 1st which was Friday I believe I mean I'm still a little bit foggy as to what day it is at this point that that week between Christmas and New Year's is always just like who knows what the heck is going on but anyway I did take the day off for making a video and I didn't miss you all I didn't take the whole day off just so you know Uh, I did work a little bit on New Year's Day I had a couple of clients who were dedicated so much to uh to to having sessions with me and I love that and I love. To, to you know I just love my client calls they're just so exciting uh, for for both parties you know like I get so much out of it just like the, the client gets so much out of it and I just I love it so much so yeah I did do a little bit of work on on uh, Friday on January 1st but I did not record a video or a podcast so uh, I want to tell you that I miss you and uh, I want to tell you it's great to be back and um, and so today I want to talk about New Year's resolutions right? <laughs> I'm sure we've all made some resolutions this year like like we do every year right um, but but let me ask you something <laughs> how many times do your New Year's resolutions you know how, how often do they stick or or you know how often do we not fulfill them how often do we fail right the the, the reality is that most resolutions fail right and and there's reasons for that right the, the, the you know first of all You know, I believe that the reason why they fail is for fear, right? We actually wind up sabotaging these New Year's resolutions before we even get to fail because we're afraid to fail. And that's a big, big. Uh, sort of component to, to what it means to make a resolution and what it means to want to change things in your life, right? Because let's be very honest here, very very clear about something, right? There's nothing wrong with wanting to change something about yourself that you're not happy about, right? So, you know, maybe it's, uh you know, you want to get in shape because you just don't like the way that you look in the mirror. I've been there before. I, I know exactly what that feels like. You know, maybe you uh, wanna indulge less in, in food or alcohol or, or something or, you know, movies or something. You know, you, you're looking to spend your time a little more constructively. Right? maybe you're you're setting the resolution to be more patient with people maybe you're setting the resolution that you want to be uh, you know more present as a partner or as a parent or or as a as a uh, uh, just a human being right now all of these are very very much and, and many many more are worthy you know things that you can change and there's nothing wrong with wanting to change these things if that is where you're at there's also nothing wrong with accepting these things and accepting your yourself with these things, and we're going to get to that in a second, but there's nothing wrong with wanting to improve yourself. Right? And, and of course, January 1st, you know, it's the new year. It's, it's a, a brand new beginning. So, so this is a very, very sort of logical and, um, and, and you know, sort of intrinsically comfortable time to make these changes, right? It's a very natural time to say, okay, this is the day that I'm going to make these changes and I'm gonna go for it, right? And there's also nothing wrong with that, right? But again, why do these things, not succeed more often than not. Right, I'm hesitating to use the word failure because it's not really failure. Because again, most of the time, my belief and my experience is that we don't even fail at the resolutions. Right, it's not like we we say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a diet and lose twenty pounds. Right, and and after we've been on the diet for for twenty weeks, we've not lost the twenty pounds. You know, it's not like that. Right, it's like we we go on the diet for a week or two, and then we say, oh, screw it, I'm I'm off that diet. I want to have pizza. I want to have you know my pizza and night or with the with my friends or something like that right and that is what I mean by self-sabotage right we don't even give ourselves the chance to succeed in some of these things and this is not something that's unique to any one of us this is very universal and and whether you're trying this on January 1st or on July 3rd it doesn't matter it, it's it's the same principle right that that we are afraid of failure so let me walk through with you a, a sort of um, a more systematic approach to to making changes for ourselves, right? Uh, you know New Year's resolution or like I said any time of the year resolution, right? Maybe on your birthday, maybe you're on the solstice, maybe you know winter or or, uh, or summer solstice or the spring or the or the autumn equinox, uh, maybe it's a, a, a February change that you want to make, whatever it is, right? That, that time that you do it is is kind of irrelevant. Again, New Year's is a very popular time to do that. That's why we have this New Year's resolution thing, like it's it's almost like we, you know, it's automatic that we, we kind of do that because, again, the new year, you know, there's something about, you know, okay, it's a fresh start. It's a chance now to do things differently. And we get this sense in our on our minds that, okay, if I can just do things, because in that, in that moment, you have the energy, right? In that moment, you feel like, like, okay, I can do this. I can totally do this. All I got to do is carry this energy that I'm feeling right now every single day. And honestly, it is that simple, right? I mean, that is really the answer, and that's what we all feel on New Year's Day, or on New Year's Eve, or the days leading up, or the days after, whatever. But that is the energy that we feel, that if only I can just carry this feeling forward every single day, then things are gonna change. And, and it's true, it is that easy, but again, we sabotage ourselves, and the reason we sabotage ourselves is because we're afraid of failing. Right? And why are we afraid of failing? The reason we're afraid of failing is because when we fail, we've been taught and we practice our whole lives that when we fail, it's a bad thing, right? And a lot of us have, have learned to beat ourselves up over failing right we're we're not good enough we're we're too dumb we're too lazy we're too this we're too that we're we're hopeless we just can't do it right and that those are the sort of inner dialogue that goes on and so who the heck wants to be any part of that right like nobody wants to feel that way so of course we're going to avoid failure at all costs really right so so let's take a look at at how we can actually affect change and again this happens no matter what time of year you want to do it right My belief is that you know again it's we almost put it backwards right we almost like say like okay just January first I'm gonna set out I'm gonna say okay this is what I'm changing right well that last step or that first step should really be the last step in a process right because my belief is that and this comes from from a lot of experience uh, with others and with myself right that if we want to truly change something right? The first thing we have to do is we have to understand that thing, right? And not only understand that thing, not only understand that, yes, I, this is what I need to change, right? Like, so for me, uh, a few years ago, I lost 100 pounds, right? I did not do it as a New Year's resolution. I did not do it as, you know, wasn't really even um, spurred by any, you know, kind of, um you know, kind of event or something that said, okay, I want to do this. I just, I did it through a level of understanding, right? So, okay, so I'm not saying to understand that, yes, I'm too heavy and I want to lose weight. That's a pretty easy thing to understand. But what's more important is to understand where the, the behavior that creates the overweight, where does that come from? That's the thing to understand right? To understand, okay, what is it that has made me overweight, right? Is it, is it because I'm just, you know, just gluttonous? Is it because I'm just always hungry? Is it because I've changed my lifestyle and I don't exercise enough or is it something that goes way 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 back into my childhood and for me that latter answer was the the answer for me now that's not necessarily always going to be the answer but but getting to the root of that is something that is very 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 important right because because when we can acknowledge the roots of the behavior that we have right now it becomes very simple right it Becomes something that's like okay I see where it's coming from now. I can actually, you know, to, to just make the change on January 1st, is make this New Year's resolution. Okay, I'm gonna lose 20 pounds. That's almost like, you know, like saying, okay, I, you know, taking the flower off of a bush, right? And say, okay, this flower is the problem. I'm just gonna cut it off and, and throw it aside, right? But the bush is gonna just grow a new flower, right? And, and that, that's what happens, right? So, so, so when we can get down deeper into the root, of what is happening and address that thing well then making the change seems much easier right and now here's where that gets tricky okay because again it takes courage right in order to in order to see the root in order to really examine the root of this behavior that results in the condition that we feel we need to change for me, it was overeating, among many other things, right? It was also over, you know, alcoholism. It was incredible anger issues. It was incredible, um, uh, you know, jealousy and, and all kinds of, of ragey kind of feelings that I was dealing with my whole life, right? And so so it was all of this was connected. It wasn't just eating, right? It wasn't just overeating and being overweight, right? Which is what I mean. Like, I could have cut out the eating. I could have just made myself. I could have had them staple my stomach. I could have, you know, just made myself not eat, right? But that's why most diets don't work, right? Because you you, you go through this, you know, this process where you just kind of starve yourself for a couple of months. You lose a few pounds. You feel really good, but then that 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 root is still there, right? That thing that makes you wanna continue to overeat is still there. Or continue to, to overdrink or to to you know to treat people poorly, to engage in anger. You know, remember, you know, we're practicing these things for a long, long, long time in our lives, right? And so so that thing is still there, so it's always gonna come back. And that's why most diets fail. That's why people Fall off the wagon when they just give up drinking. They say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give up drinking, which is why some things like the the twelve step programs that people do, or or deep therapy that people go through, you know, that, that's why that is usually the thing that works with these these kind of conditions that we're trying to change. And the reason they work is because they're not really just addressing the the drinking, that or or the overeating, or the the drugs, or, or the anger, or whatever it is. There these these pro Programs, much like the programs that I work with, they address the root cause of the behavior that creates the condition that you feel needs to change. Right? And so so now in order to face that root, right, that gets hard and and that's also something that that you know that, that a lot of times people just abandon before they even get there right it's not that they fail it's not that we fail it's that we 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 decide that we don't want to do it and the reason we decide we don't want to do it is because we're afraid right and so that fear keeps us from wanting to fail but it also keeps us from wanting to 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 even acknowledge this this root this, this basic Thing that 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 you know that 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 causes all of this difficulty for us, right? And so so when we when we're going to understand something, right? We 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 need to again be able to face it. We need to be able to turn towards it, right? And 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 we need to be able to accept what it is that we find there. Right, when we when we turn towards it, when we turn towards these things that we consider for ourselves to be weaknesses or or shortcomings or failures of some kind, then then it it, it requires us to accept what it is that we found there. Right? And in order to do that, right, in order to be able to, to accept what it is that we find there, well this requires an abundance of self-compassion, right? Because self-compassion will allow us to, to, you know, kind of release the shame involved with this thing, right? Because until we can separate that shame from the the behavior that, that creates the condition that we feel that we need to change, unless we can release ourselves from that shame, which also involves some fear, Right, unless we can do that, we're never going to be able to do it. Right, we're only going to look at it to a certain point and say, "Okay, never mind. I'm going to go eat something. I'm going to go drink something. I'm going to go uh, do some drugs. I'm going to go, you know, be lazy and and watch TV for three hours." Right, like that's that's the way it works. Right, we get to this point where where that 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 emotion doesn't feel good, so then we turn away from it. Right, self compassion is something that can help us to release that shame, and in turn release that fear that comes from, that causes that shame, and and then we can look at at what it is that that we want to change. We can do so with wide open eyes, and with a clear mind, and with, with the intention of caring for ourselves and, and of the love that we have for ourselves, which makes us want to change the thing in the first place, right? Because that's really why you want to change, right? You want to change because you love yourself. And you want to change because you're feeling that that this thing is hurting you and therefore it's hurting someone you love. And so therefore you have a, a, a very deep instinctive, um, uh, you know, an instinct that, that goes against that right? That, that you want to change that because you don't want to hurt yourself, right? But again, why do we hurt ourselves so much? It's because we're afraid of facing that thing, you know? So the love only goes so far is what I'm saying. So, so when we can really get into the, 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 the self-compassion Right, not only does it allow us to, to face this this thing, this root, this sometimes very scary, very unattractive part of us, right? It it allows us to look at this in a way that is that is accepting, that is open, that is constructive, right? A way that we can look at it and say, not not look at it and say, Oh my gosh, what a mess I am. Instead, look at it and say, gosh look what a mess that i've made of things i i can clean this up you know like i can clean it up because i i care for myself enough to clean it up right and so and so then right and and you know the 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 um the the reality is still going to be that it's hard to change, right? Because you, you've you know most of the, the behaviors that we have, the things that cause overweight or cause alcoholism or cause workaholism or cause smoking or drinking or whatever it is, right? That that thing that that, 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 that vehicle that we're looking to change, right? Like you whether it's drinking, watching too much TV, overeating, eating too many sweets, whatever it is. It's something that we've practiced for a long time, right? Most of us don't wake up on January 1st and say, oh, I'm going to change this thing that I've been doing for two days. You know, no, it's, you're changing something that you've been trying to do for many, many years, perhaps your whole life, right? And, and so, so it's, it's important, again, with self-compassion, we can honor the fact that this is going to be very difficult, right? And we can honor the fact during the process how difficult this is. But here's the difference, right? We all know how difficult it is. I, You don't need me to tell you that it's difficult. Anybody who's ever tried to lose even five pounds knows that it's really, really hard. So Art, thanks, but I don't need you to tell me that, right? But most of the time when we're going through it and we, you know, we eat that slice of pizza even though we're on a diet, you know, what we feel then is we feel, we feel failure, right? And, and what we do then at that point of feeling that failure is we beat ourselves up right? So many times I tell, I, I use this with all of my clients. I, I, I kind of describe a scene where you're walking through a, a pretty empty shopping mall, right? And, and there's nobody else around except this one person who's walking towards you, right? And and forgive me if I've told this before, I know I have, but uh, but you wouldn't even notice anything about this person except for about 10 feet before you cross each other's paths, right? She They're walking this way, you're walking this way, a few, a few, you know, 10 feet before you cross past, this person steps in a, a puddle of melted frozen yogurt and they fall flat on their face. Right, their their stuff is all over the place. They're even bleeding from their nose. You know, um, clearly they're they're in a place of distress and they're they're hurt. Right, they're, they're they're suffering right now. Right, this is a very difficult moment. They're probably feeling a lot of shame. They're probably feeling a lot of fear. Right, doesn't seem like they're really necessarily hurt. Like you have to call nine one one, but clearly they are in a place of suffering. Now, I'm gonna give you two options of how you're going to reply respond to this right number one option a you're going to put your stuff down you're going to kneel down maybe you're going to put your hand on their shoulder and say oh my gosh are you okay you know what can i do to help you right you know don't worry about it i'm here for you please don't be don't be afraid right now okay or option number two you're going to put your hands on your hips and you're going to say to them You know what? (laughs) I can't believe how dumb you are. You really didn't see that frozen yogurt. I'll bet you fall all the time. I'll bet you do this every single day, don't you? Gosh, you are such a failure. What is wrong with you? Right now, I mean, I've asked that to to literally hundreds of people, and, and nobody has ever come back and said, Yeah, I do number two. You know, screw that person. No, no, no. Everyone says option A. Everyone right but then when i i i change the scenario but but give you the same two options of response and instead i say it's you on the floor right you're the one that fell how do you treat yourself then do you say oh gosh it's okay honey you know please don't be afraid you're going to be okay we'll get through this together i'm here to help you or do you say, oh gosh, I can't believe what an idiot you are? You just fell on the floor in front of all these people. This is so embarrassing. Why do you do this all the time? You are just such a miserable failure. When are you going to learn to do better? That's how we treat ourselves. That's how we all of us do it, right? I mean, you know, seriously, there's, there's lots of research on self compassion that shows like 85% of people. <laughs> You know, behave in the way that I just described. Eighty-five out of thousands and thousands and thousands of people, you know, uh, polled and surveyed during research studies, right? You know, they 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 would gladly offer and readily offer uh, compassion towards somebody else who's who's suffering, but towards ourselves, it's about beating ourselves up right now where this comes from this is very you know debatable and everything but obviously you know it comes from schooling and our parents and all that kind of stuff we'll talk about that I've talked about that before we'll talk about it again but but really right now what we're talking about here is is that factor right that we beat ourselves up when we fail and that is why when we try to change things we we don't succeed because we're afraid of that failure. So when we can practice self-compassion towards ourselves, right? Treat ourselves as though we were someone else who fell down and needs a little bit of compassion, right? Then what happens? Something really, really special and something really amazing happens when you can behave when you can practice this for yourself, right? You've become unafraid of failure, right? Because you're not going to beat yourself up over failing anymore, right? You're not going to, 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 to kick yourself while you're down, right? So therefore, you know, when we do fail, right? When we have that slice of pizza, even though we're on a diet, right? We say to ourselves, instead of saying, oh gosh, you screwed up again, you're such an idiot, I can't believe you couldn't even stop yourself from eating that slice of pizza. Instead, you say, oh man, you know what? This diet is really hard. It's 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 really legitimately hard and I'm having a hard time with it and my, my habits for so long have made me wanna eat this pizza and and you know and and, and it's okay that I did this. It doesn't mean that my, my diet is over. It means that I just need to 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 remember the reason why I'm doing this right? And to talk to yourself in these kind tones, right? And, and, and with these kind words and support yourself, right? And in fact, the practice that I would tell you to do is to actually even like put a hand on your cheek and say, it's okay. It's okay. Or, or a little squeeze of your knee or maybe a little hug. Like just let yourself know that you're there for yourself, right? And when we can do that, then failure just becomes an opportunity of learning, Right? It doesn't become this like negative thing like, oh my gosh, I failed, I'm terrible. It's like, no, okay, this is a great opportunity. I just saw how this, this slice of pizza was a dangerous thing for me. It was, it was something I couldn't resist. So now I can move forward knowing that, you know what, I have to really be careful around pizza right? There's no shame. There's no judgment. There's no anger. There's no hate. There's no, you know, kicking myself while I'm down. It's just a very matter of fact thing. You know what? I really have a hard time resisting pizza or chocolate or ice cream or whatever it is. So I, I have to try. I, I, I can, if I want to succeed in my goal, I, I can try to be a little bit more careful around those things. That's it. Like it's nice and easy, right? And now you know this. This you know this. This failure becomes like exciting, or change becomes exciting. It becomes this like exciting opportunity now, as opposed to this dreaded you know thing that that is you know gonna result in failure. It's gonna result in this horrible feeling that I have, right? And now here's the thing, though, right? Self-compassion, just like a New Year's resolution, right? You can't just say, okay, I'm just going to be self-compassionate, you know, during this time because I need to be self-compassionate during this time. It's not going to work that way, right? It's going to abandon you just as fast as the, the New Year's resolution abandoned you, uh, abandoned you, right? And the reason for that is because, again, you know, you're going to go to the familiar, Right? You've been practicing this way of being for so long that, that when, when push comes to shove and you go into that automatic behavior because of the fear that you feel, you're going to go back to saying, oh, you, you jerk, you ate that slice of pizza, you ruined everything. Right? It's, it's always going to come back there. So that's why the self-compassion is about a daily practice. It's about creating a new familiar for yourself right this new familiar is is the support that you can give for yourself and so if you can if you can continue if you can if you can develop this pardon me as a as a a, a habit right a new normal for yourself well then now it becomes something that is not fleeting it is not here and gone and it only takes Okay, I'm telling you this for apps. And I've seen this happen with so many of my clients. It only takes a couple of weeks before you start building this habit. Full habit, honestly, a month or two. That's it, right? But but that's the thing. You can commit to doing this every day. And it feels really good to do the practice. That's the other thing is it's a beautiful practice. It feels amazing to do this for yourself, right? And And if you can do this for just a couple of, you know, like, you know, four or five weeks, it becomes a habit. It becomes your new normal. It becomes a new sort of, um, uh, you know, just a way of processing things, right? And once that happens, now you become completely, you know, completely immune to any of this fear of failure that, that holds us back from doing a lot of different things in our lives, not just New Year's resolutions, right? And now you can make changes, all kinds of changes. At any time, not just on January 1st, not just on your birthday, not just on uh, the equinox or the solstice, any time. Because basically you now have control. You're in the driver's seat at this point. because if you don't have that fear, there's nothing to, to, to push you out of that driver's seat. right? Now here's the thing, right? During these four to eight weeks of, of, of developing this, again, your body is going to, your mind and your body are going to gravitate towards the familiar. And the familiar is not this, right? So that's where having a coach can often be the difference between uh, fulfilling this, this desire of yours and not fulfilling the desire of yours, right? To have somebody there to help you, to, to hold you accountable, and also to support you through the change, right? And that's the thing. You're talking about eight weeks, right? You get over that hump and now you're home free. So if you'd like some help with that, if you'd like to, to, to talk about this and to, and to understand what I mean by how coaching can help you with this, well, you know what to do, okay? Just send me an email, uh, go to my website, artburnscoaching.com, book a call, okay? It's a free call, 45 minutes, you and I will talk deeply about this stuff, about how it applies to you specifically, and, and I can show you how these simple practices can get you out of wherever it is that you feel stuck. Okay, so, so please, try your New Year's resolution, keep up with it, but go easy on yourself. And if you'd like to learn how self-compassion can help you to, to, to fulfill this New Year's resolution, well, like I said, ArtBurnsCoaching.com. Book a free call and 45 minutes of, of your time is all it's going to take. And, and it could be the start of a brand new you that could transform your life, really. And I've, I've watched it transform many other lives, including my own. So let me tell you more about that, all right? Call me up. Book a call. Let's get on the call together, all right? Thank you for watching, everybody. Thank you for listening, and I will be back again tomorrow. Happy New Year to all of you, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care.